I can't take it anymore. Welcome to another episode of the Gracepreneur Podcast. And we are excited to have you tune in to our podcast. We believe that every one of us has the potential to conquer the mountains in our lives. We strive to help our listeners overcome this by providing words of encouragement and life-changing testimonies from those who have conquered their mountains. Tune in and enjoy the journey. Thank you for coming out to the Grace Preneur today. I am super excited. I'm always excited. But you know what? I feel like it just gets better and better and better with more people that we discover and we bring on here to share their testimony, share their stories. And here we have Dr. It's cool just to say that the first doctor on here. We have Dr. Marisa Linton on here. And she is an amazing woman of God, a woman on fire, a woman with purpose. I mean, I could go on with the list of things that she does. And I'm going to let her get into those things. But she is exciting to talk to. And I want you guys to tune in and pay close attention to what's about to be shared. So, Dr. Marisa, (laughs) I want to ask you something. And this is our icebreaker question we ask all our guests here. If you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? I love this question. (laughs) Actually, my answer has not changed since I was about maybe 13 or 14 years old. I've been saying the same answer since I went to a camp. And I would literally want to change people's lives with the snap of my finger. Mm, And what I mean by that is, and it's crazy because it's my superpower. Well, it's what I would want to be my superpower. But the more I activate my purpose, the more I start becoming the person that I know God has called me to be. I feel like I'm getting the strength of my superpower because all it means is literally I have resources and I have things that I can use to my advantage yeah. to change people's lives. So um, when I first said it, I always envisioned like homeless people on the street and then I can just hand them keys to houses. So I would want my superpower to be like just instantly just interacting with me, just talking to me, engaging with me. That I can change your life. <laughs> so this is, this is why I love to ask this question because we always get different kinds of answers and this answer was just like, wow, <laughs> just like everyone is, it's a different answer. It's an answer that's to serve people. And, and it's just, it's just good. I mean, you know what, again, me and her spoke a little bit prior to this uh, recording and I was like, yo, past guests I've been coming on, we've just been going right into it. And again, we're going right into it because there's questions that came out of this. So, you know, it's such an inter- interesting superpower that, you know, you will have, I mean, that's like just to snap your finger and change somebody's life. And then you also say, you know, you want to give keys to people for homes and stuff. I relate to that. And I appreciate that even, you know, because um, growing up, I remember my mother's car breaking down and we're stuck. And my mom's a short, you know, Hispanic lady. And I'm this big dude. And it's like, go push the car. And I'm like, you know, I want to succeed one day financially in order if I could just be like to single mothers. Here's a car key. That's a brand new car. You don't have to have your son push the car no more, you know? But for you, you know, what inspired that? Like, what inspires that drive to to really want to be somebody who influences the lives of people to the point where you want your superpower to be one of changing people's lives? So my junior and senior year of high school, um, my family and I were homeless. And we weren't um, live under a bridge homeless. It's like I got to a point after a while where 
um, people will want me to talk about it and I wouldn't even want to because people just automatically think the worst. So I do just like to put that disclaimer. It was not that situation, um, but we didn't have a home to call our own. We had to hop from, at one point we were with family, but then they were not supportive. So then we had to um, go hotel to hotel. And um, it's crazy because I kind of think everyone in my family um, that kind of just influenced our lives and the trajectory of our lives. Um, and for me, I made a promise to myself that I would do whatever I could in my power to not let that happen to me. But then the way I was raised, my parents never raised me to be selfish. They never raised me to only think about myself. Like we literally may have um, $1,000 and my dad would sell that to the church and that would be like seed for our family. So like for me, anytime I think about finances, anytime I think about money, I, I can't attach myself to being wealthy and not attach myself to helping someone. So um, even though, you know, being homeless is where it stems from, it's not just like, I'm never the type of person, oh, I just want this so I can make sure I'm good. And, you know, of course, make sure my family's good, but it's even deeper than that. I have to create a legacy that literally, like my parents have a nonprofit and I'm helping them build that. If we continue on the path we're going, like it'll be generations of Laytons that will still be able to impact the lives of thousands. And for me, that's what it's about. Mm, wow. That was, uh, that gave me chills. That answer gave me chills. That's just amazing. I mean, there's so much purpose behind that. That's like a huge, you know, one thing I've always been taught um, when I got into the life of an entrepreneur is that you have to have a why. Why are you doing mm -hmm. something? Why, why is it that, why does it get you up and all this other stuff like that? And when I see your, when I hear your answer, that's just the perfect example of a why. I mean, mm -hmm. you have all the reasons in the world and that's amazing. And I honor you for that because that is something that not many people move forward to do, and you went and did it, and you're crushing it. I mean, you're helping people, you're changing lives. I mean, I know when I'm on social media, I'm like, let's go. <laughs> I think a part of it is, and I actually had sent this, um, this was my newsletter today, but I think a lot of times we don't really realize that um, our pain, if we allow it, will transform into our purpose. And a lot of reasons why, um, and you know, I'm a business coach and I'm a Christian. So I, I'm trying to think before I say this, but I've never, yeah, I've never worked with someone that wasn't like devout Christian because that's the vibe that I exude. So you're going to feel uncomfortable if you're not. And um, with course, that, I work a lot with women who are trying to discover their purpose, trying to walk into their purpose. And a lot of times what I discover is it's like a blockage. It's like a fear. People are afraid to really activate their purpose because then they have to address a pain. And until we realize that if we just allow God to move through us, we allow him to let us go through what we have to go through that it'll transform into our purpose because I know um, Sarah Jake said something profound that really stood out to me. And she was saying how a lot of times we pray and we ask God to pull us out of something, but he needs you to stay in that because there's a lesson that you have to learn. So you are praying and you're saying, God, why do I have to go through this? Like even going back to me being homeless, you know, why, why do I have to experience that? You know, I'm in high school. Why does it have to be something that 
I have to go through because you and your family have to go through this to be strong. You have to learn endurance. You have to learn strength. You have to learn compassion. You have to learn humility because I, I always tell people if I didn't go through that and I didn't have that, like people say, oh, you're so humble. I was broken. And if I wasn't broken, then I wouldn't have been humble. If I wasn't humble, I couldn't be the person that I am today. So it's crazy how all the things we go through align. And if you allow them to align, then your pain will become your purpose. Ooh, now we know why she, she got <laughs> surgical with this stuff here. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened right now. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that is so good. You know, and Grace Veneers, you guys... Wow. You guys are hearing this right here. And I know for a fact this is moving you guys right now. I know for <clears throat> excuse me. I know for a fact this is encouraging you right here because this is just wow. <laughs> That's one of those things that you, you know, there's not much words to be said to because it's so true. I mean, you know, I think I, I reflect on my life often and um, you know, a lot of the the stuff that we've went through, I've shared in other podcasts, being kidnapped, dealing with the struggles at home. Um, you know, and, and all these other hardships have created this fear that made it difficult to move forward with certain things. But when you when I allowed God into my life, when I left atheism and let him work through me, um, it just changed. Everything about everything just changed. And it's just crazy where God is, is leading us. I mean, now the two kids married and all that. I mean, I never would have imagined. I thought I would have been in the garden. But it's crazy how God works. And you know what? You said something really, really, really like this, that stuck me. You know, you had to be broken and then to be where you are now. Um, it's very challenging for so many people out there who are facing challenges or difficulties or in a situation where they might even feel like God is silent and, and all that stuff. So it's very challenging in a mental aspect, you know, in a, in a mental state. Um, what would you say to somebody like that who's in, a situ in that season in life and needs to, just needs that word to be able to get to push forward, that nudge forward? So um, two things. So the first is um, because so it's one thing, in my opinion, for you to be battling something, but then you still hear God because then it's like, OK, well, I'm going through, but he's still speaking to me. But it's a whole nother demon mentally, emotionally, spiritually you have to face when you're like, God, where are you? I don't so hear true. you. And I always tell people because I actually have a support group for women of God and women in business. And it's crazy that you asked this because this was one of our true talks um, last month. But I told them, if you're taking a test, is the teacher talking? And you have to ask yourself, if we don't expect that in the natural realm, why do we think the spiritual realm is going to be any different? Because a lot of times everything that we go through is a test. And you know, it's kind of like I said about the pain to purpose. You know, there's a reason for everything. There's a reason for every single thing that you go through. So you have to ask yourself, if I know I'm doing what God has called me to do, if I know I'm walking in the right direction, then I shouldn't be so, and I know, I trust me, trust me, trust me. I know it's hard, but just try to get to the point where you're not as so much bothered by um, the lack of clarity, the lack of direction, the lack of sensing him and feeling like he's with you because it's just a test. And that means you're getting closer, which goes to my next thing. I used to, I'm trying to get back to it, but I used to be a runner. And um, it's crazy how right when you're getting to the top of the hill, 
that's when you want to give up. <laughs> that's when it's like, oh my gosh, like where did this incline come from? How am I supposed to keep going? And life is the same way. When you feel like, oh my gosh, if I continue doing this, I'm just going to go into a dark depression. Like I just, I just can't do this. Like I've been in situations where I'm like, I know God told me to do this, but I shouldn't have to go through hell and high water. I'm just going to do it my way. But right when you get to hell and high water, that's when you know there is a reason that I'm here and there is a breakthrough. If I just get to the top of the hill, I'm literally right at the top. So if you're feeling like overwhelmed and burdened by everything, that's because you're right at the incline and you have to keep going. This is why I'm saying that her content on her social media is very encouraging and Guys, I mean, like, hit that follow button, <laughs> y'all. Like, no, no joke, no, no, like, hit. You guys are hearing it for yourself. Like, this is not me just saying it just because she's cool and all, but it's because you're hearing it right here, <laughs> you know. And and it's so true. I mean, I think about it. Um, you know, I used to do mixed martial arts years ago, and in the training, it's so difficult. It is extremely, extremely difficult. You're putting so much stress on your body, on your mind, in so many ways, and. I remember running this park. It's funny that you mentioned that because we ran up this hill. We used to call it the Green Mile. It was horrible <laughs> up in Queens. <laughs> and um, running up this hill, it was like a trail. So there was twigs, there was boulders. It was, it was just a bunch of stuff to get to hop over. You tripped over and it was a mission. So they'll make us run it up as a, on a sprint. And then once we get up there, we'll run back down and do it a few times. On the last one, when you get it, when you're running up there, it was just a living nightmare. I mean, I just wanted to just lay on my side and just roll down the hill and say, call it a day. But uh, I knew it couldn't happen. And the moment we reached the very last time on the top of that hill, we looked down and we just accomplished because we're like, wow, really just did that. I didn't give up and really just accomplished that. And then the rest becomes history after that. So it's it's just powerful when, you know, you just don't give up. And, it, and also, it's even crazy that you say all this because I read... Uh, post from somebody today is talking in particular the same thing, you know, not hearing from God. And I'm so tempted just to give this podcast to them. Like, you need to hear this right now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that is good. Now, let's get into the topic of entrepreneurship. You're a serial entrepreneur. You're somebody who's committed into that. Now, we we said, when is, we asked what inspired you to want to be someone who changed people's lives and all that. But what inspired you now to get into the walk of an entrepreneurship, because it's not a walk anybody just gets into. So it's, you know, it's, it's a very difficult walk. What called, what inspired you to get into that and kept you in the walk as an entrepreneur? So, and it's so funny because um, I think I said like my dad, um, I don't know actually if I mentioned it, but my dad, I was a preacher's kid. Oh, no. And it's so funny that you asked that because my answer is actually spiritual. And like growing up, I always, this is like a side note, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. But like growing up, I always wanted like that fire for God that I didn't want it to be like forced. You know, like when parents force you to go to church and things like that, I wanted it to be natural. And it's so funny, like as I'm experiencing this, I'm just loving it because I really feel like I'm becoming like that person that I wanted to be growing up that's like, oh, this is because God, oh, God said this, God said that. So I'm just loving this. I'm sorry. I just had to say that. But um, actually, my answer is actually spiritual. So um, I am the type of person where God literally gave me my business. So I was in a situation um, when I first started my company, I was a full-time doctoral student and I had an opportunity. I worked with a consulting firm. It was 
horrible. So now I'm looking for opportunities to, because I was a smaller firm. So I was like, okay, well, let me try these big four firms, things like that. I did have a master's. I had some experience. However, they weren't willing to work with my doctoral requirements. I needed to do a certain amount of work. Um, I had to go for weeks to residency. So, you know, and I get it in corporate America. I definitely understand. However, I couldn't let that be me. So now I'm like, well, I need to work. So if the small firm makes me extremely miserable and unhappy, and then the big firm isn't willing to work with my school, which I know it's not like I really know, knew for a fact that God said, like, I know for a fact God told me my business, but with school, I didn't know that. I just kind of felt led to do it. So I still was like, I can't sway. I can't um, stray away from that. So I literally was in the shower. I will never forget. And I was just like, what am I going to do with my life? God literally said next level. He gave me the name of my business, the slogan, the logo to the point where when I was talking to the designer, I was like, mm, that's not it. I really only had to tweak colors. I was trying to figure out, well, what colors goes best with this? Cause I know that's the logo, but like, it was crazy. So he literally gave it to me and it's just been me trying to figure out how to develop it, how to um, streamline and scale it and things of that nature. But um, that's where my first company came in. And then from there, uh, maybe like, two a year and a half two years ago um i had started people were reaching out to me on instagram like oh my gosh um i really want to work with you can i know your services because my first company yeah. is a consulting firm and um the way consulting prices are set up it's definitely meant for um mid-sized to large-sized companies fortune 500 companies things of that nature so i was like i'm sorry unfortunately <laughs> this is not going to be something that you can afford so i was like well what can i do because i want to help um people of color i want to help young people i want to help people um who want to start a business but i don't want them to have to choose between starting a business and uh, paying rent because sometimes the way consulting and coaching fees are set up, you know, that's a real struggle. So then that's when um, my personal brand came in. So that's when I started one-on-one -on -one coaching, group coaching, digital products. So it's literally something from everyone. Like I have a digital product that's less than $20, but then I have one-on-one -on -one services that go up to 3000 So there's a range. So matter no, no matter where you are in your journey, I can be of assistance to you. So it started as a God-given vision, and now it's transformed into like a passion-filled and purpose-filled journey. Wow, that's wow, <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, it's it's definitely encouraging to hear some a story like that because there's a lot of people who, you know, one thing I love about this podcast, Chris Premiers, and one thing I love is that when I hear the stories of other entrepreneurs and how they were headed in one direction and they're seeing how they notice like, wow, it's not really giving me what I'm looking for in life, you know? And then prayer comes in and when prayer comes in, I mean, with the entrepreneurs we've had, typically the answer is start a business. And it's mm -hmm. always scary. It is always scary <laughs> because you're like, oh man, I've got to start a business, but I don't know either one. I don't know nothing about business or two. I study business, don't have the finances or three. I'm just scared to start. I mean, the reasons just go on and on, but people, like Dr. Marisa here, just took the risk, stepped on forward, conquering, crushing the perfect example of what a gracepreneur is, 
<laughs> and I was able to share her story with you guys. And that, that's incredible. And, you know, my question from here would be this. It's like, you know, when you made that transition to follow your own business and whatnot, I mean, that must have been some scary, you know, experiences for yourself. What were some of those thoughts that, were, you know, that you battled with? And how did you overcome those things? Um, so for me, I will say um, my dad for most of my life was an entrepreneur in my early life. So I had always saw myself being an entrepreneur down the line. And I had someone that I can turn to, which I always tell people um, that's not normal. Um, so a lot of the struggles and the difficulties that a lot of people faced, um, I didn't in that aspect. And then I also had a savings. So that helped a lot too. So for me, my struggles more so came, um, physically because I found myself, um, working myself too hard because it's like, I told you about, um, the homeless thing. I can't let that happen to me. I can't let that happen to me. It's like a scary motivator. Yes. And I yeah. found myself, um, just draining myself emotionally and physically. And I just knew like I had to do better. So I had to overcome, um, that hump because I was going down a really bad path, like in terms of going 72 hours without sleep, which I don't recommend, wow. just sacrificing <laughs> too much. Yeah. So yeah. the biggest thing for me, and then I was always in school full time. Um, the transition that I had to really make was understanding balance and prioritizing, which I really feel like a lot of entrepreneurs, especially early entrepreneurs, because they're not yet at that full time space yet. Um, that's what they struggle with the most because it's like, well, I know I'm called to do this. I know this is something that I need to do, but in a lot of cases they still need money. So then they do keep their part-time or full-time jobs. And then like, I wasn't, well, I'm still not married or don't have kids, but then a lot of people are married. They do have kids. So then you have to factor that in. So it's really just once you can fully grasp, um, balance and master prioritizing, then it really kind of helps. It it really makes everything else fall in line, if I'm being honest. Because once you master that, everything starts to get just a little bit easier. And then, um, of course, you know, you still have your moments where you doubt yourself and things like that. So, and it's crazy because I promote this now, but if I'm being honest, I didn't really have this until last year. So I went two to three years in business without it. But it's what I call purpose pushers. And people who can push you to your purpose, push you to what you're called to do in spite of how you feel. So if you're down, then, you know, it's fine because you have your purpose pushers and they're supposed to empower you. They're supposed to encourage you. And for anyone that's like me, like I was the purpose pusher for everyone. So then I didn't have a purpose pusher. So now it's like, what am I supposed to do? So um, if you're in that situation, then don't settle because I know I went through a phase where I settled for um, friendships and relationships just to kind of feel like I had, you know, some type of companionship. Um, but then also be the person that deserves purpose pushers because I know um, the type of people that I'm friends with now are people that social media wise I've idolized for years. Yeah. And it's just, now I'm becoming the type of, I've elevated um, my environment. I've elevated the things that I do. So now I've become the person that attracts being friends with people I've only dreamed of being friends with. So use the time to really focus on you so that you can attract your purpose pushers. Come on. You see, towards the end of the podcast, typically we like to ask our guests, 
two to three points, you know, what we call life conquering points. He gave us like five fire ones right off the bat. And again, we disrupted our format because we because God is in this conversation. You see, a lot of times when God comes into life, I I, I seen like the plans that one has gets disrupted or something better comes along. And this is one of those situations right here. And that's amazing. I mean, Grace for News, like, wow, come on, guys. Come on, guys. You guys, you guys need, again, you guys need to follow people like her. You see, like, one thing I really love that you're saying, and I, I mean, like, it's so encouraging in so many ways. And I'm using my hands to speak with this one because I'm just like, wow. <laughs> um, it's the fact that, you know, it's like, you have those people you admire. You have those people you look up to and whatnot. And you see yourself being in a place where now you want, like, you're like those people used to look up to. And that's amazing. I mean, like, you're becoming that woman that you once admired. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I have this mental image of, like, you and a younger version of yourself just looking up like, wow. <laughs> you know, like, that's just amazing. And, yeah, I got all emotional here, too. I'm like, wow. <laughs> so, you know, and now we've talked about the struggles that come as an entrepreneur when you do that transition. But let, let's get to more of a positive note here, too, because here, you know, entrepreneurship also brings a lot of benefits, a lot of good stuff, positive stuff. What is your favorite thing of being an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur impacting people's lives? What is your favorite thing? Hands down the results, like hands down. And it's crazy. Like I never really, um, so I have a new product that I just released and that required me to actually like list like some things that my clients have done. And my clients have 700% um, client increases, 500% profit increases, six figure contracts, like an amount of times that I didn't even get, get those things. So it's just for me. Um, and then a lot of them, like I said, I do work, um, a lot with women of color and I do work with, um, younger women. So it's funny because a lot of them are younger than me and already achieving this and I kind of feel like you know um I've been like that stepping stone like I've been that person to guide them and to give them the direction that they need to be these wonderful amazing business women that they are today and um I really feel like anytime especially your service-based entrepreneur then if and if anyone if this is not your favorite part <laughs> I apologize but it really should be the results because if you're a service-based entrepreneur, the whole reason that you do what you do is to service someone else. So if you aren't feeling empowered, if you aren't feeling encouraged, if you yourself don't feel accomplished through your service to other people, then you're not doing something right. So that's always been my favorite part. And it always will be like, for me, that goes beyond money that goes beyond accolades like mm -hmm. i just because yeah. it goes back to like what we said about legacy and mm. it goes back to you know now like i have a lot of clients that have children now i've just affected your financial situation for your kids so it's like when i when i look at it like that i'm like wow like oh my gosh <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is awesome i'm loving this podcast and i'm loving this episode everything about it's just wow um and you know it, it's crazy that you say that i mean service you're serving people that's the whole goal to it and someone who's been in the service industry i've seen the pros and the cons uh well not the pros and the cons as a service industry but as people who approach it with a certain mentality you know i've come across people who are there to serve 
because they're they're you know they're pursuing the dollar bill. Then I've been with people who've been there to pursue, who've been there to serve, but they're pursuing purpose. And it's just really two different. It's two different dynamics that give you two different results. And from my experience, and I want your input on it. From my experience, what I've seen is that those people who have been pursuing just the dollar bill. You know, yes, they make money, but there's no fulfillment there. Um, and I've seen some other stuff happen out of that that I can't stand by, or just in my experiences. Aside from the ones who are purpose-driven, like, in fact, I'm recording somebody tomorrow who is now serving in four different states with a business, and he's just doing amazing stuff, and they're, they're pursuing purpose. And their results are creating growth. Now they're different states and helping different companies, and it's just incredible. What are your thoughts on that, like, people being money-driven opposed to or purpose-driven opposed to money-driven? It's so funny that you asked that because that was actually one of my um, life conquering points because I wanted my points to be, um, you know, since it is Gracepreneur, something that specifically spoke to entrepreneurs. And um, Pastor Torrey Roberts, he said something, I don't remember which sermon it was, but um, it was recent because it was throughout COVID. But he said, yeah. I don't write money for books. Money comes to me because I write books. Mm. And it's so funny how just a, a small mental shift can literally or perspective shift can literally change everything. Because when you get to that point where you realize, you know, I'm just going to walk and money's just going to flow because I walk. I know I had a vision um, for someone in my family recently, and it literally showed me someone's foot and it showed like a money tree. And the yeah. vision was all they had to do was step and it shook the ground and the money started falling off the tree. Mm, wow. And you know, that applies to us as gracepreneurs, as people that are faith-based entrepreneurs walking in our calling. You don't really have to think about it for the money. You just have to think about it for the call. Think about the kingdom vision and the kingdom work that you're doing and the money will come. And if you're someone, like I said, cause I, I know everyone isn't a full-time entrepreneur yet. It's still just, even your nine to five, oh, I hate this job. That's not the philosophy you should have. The, the mindset of the philosophy is this is seed for my business. This is seed for my kingdom work. And if you realize everything that I'm doing is seed, everything that I'm doing is creating the path for me to do what I'm called to do. And you shift that perspective to value your, your passion or your purpose over your dollar, then that's life changing. Come on. Wow. <laughs> this is getting a test. I'm sweating. I am just, wow. <laughs> this is this is great. And it's so true. And, you know, you said one of my life conquering points. So, I mean, I imagine you have another life conquering point. You're ready to let off. And if you do, let's go. Let it go right now. Let's go. Um. So, this one is about money as well. This is a quote that I always tell my clients. Never risk your lasting reputation for your temporary dollar. And um, this is important for all entrepreneurs. Don't get me wrong, but I'm sorry, gracepreneurs, I put y'all to a higher standard because we represent someone higher than everyone. So with Come that on. being said, you can never allow money, people, resources that may come from something to ever make you get off your morals, your values. Like I know I had an opportunity. Um, this was on the consultant side, not the coaching side. What I post on Instagram is coaching side. 
Um, but this was about my company next level. And it was with the Fortune 100 company. I was so excited to even just get a call from them. But when I talked to them and I realized the initiative that they wanted to build, that they wanted me to build out, it didn't sit well with me. Like I was like, mm, no, I'm not really feeling this. Would have made a lot of money, but I knew right then that that wasn't for me. So it's like, you have to take like everything, every opportunity that you have, um, every situation that you're put in and decide, does this align with what I'm called to do? Does this, um, if I was to put this on a scale, does it level out with my morals, with my values, or does it kind of make me tilt into something that I know I don't want to be? Because if it does, then you're putting your lasting reputation under your temporary dollar, and you should never do that. Wow. <laughs> Moment of <laughs> silence. I mean, every every guest on here always leaves me in an awe, and, and it's always a genuine awe because it's like, this is this is why I love podcasting. I mean, I genuinely love it because you can you get different perspectives, different you know ideas and all that. And all of them are perfect, are like to me perfect. Honestly, like you just even said, you know, grace trainers are hold you to a higher standard. Yes, absolutely. And, and it's even crazy you said that because years ago, so when you know I was an atheist and one, I got into the faith and I wanted to pursue entrepreneurship, and my heart wasn't in the right place because again, I you know I was still in the ways of the of the world. And uh, my goal was always like, oh, I want to see what a million dollars looks like in my account legally, <laughs> you know? So I'm like, and I had to make sure I put emphasis on that. <laughs> like, like, I want to see what the money looks like in my account. One. So I kept trying to pursue the dollar. And what happened is that there was this, there wasn't a really a, a sense of purpose. And, you know, there were actions being taken. I was working hard, but it's just, it wasn't really there. Like there was just something that was not there. The moment I changed that to what actually our mission is, is to reach a million people, generally reach a million people, forgetting the dollar value, forgetting if there's even a single cent. Like even now, we don't do I don't do this for a dollar. I do this because you know I genuinely want to reach people. We want to reach people. And it just make gives you a reason to wake up every morning, gives you a reason to give it your 110%, you know, to to connect and, and all this stuff. And I'm like, purpose just gives such it's such a driver. You know, like, I love it. I don't ever want to go. I don't ever want to be a, a, a dollar chaser. I just want to be a purpose chaser. I got to write that on purpose chaser. But besides that, <laughs> do you have any more conquering points that you would like to share? Or would you like to move on to the next part of our podcast? Um, I okay, cool, cool, cool. Just want to make sure, because you've been just dropping fire, fire. <laughs> so now for the next question, because time is even coming to a close and we have, Um, so I definitely would let her know that you have your whole life ahead of you. Um, I think when we are overachievers, um, when we do have big goals and big plans, sometimes we tend to have that tunnel vision that just allows us to move too fast. And, um, I would just want her to live by the hustle is irrelevant if you work yourself to death. Because like I said, um, I, I did a lot where I just, 
I was blacking out from exhaustion. It was bad. And it's just like, what's the point? And I, I know like some people will say, um, wow, well, you've got accomplished so much and you're only 28. But it's still just like if I kept down that path where I was doing things very unhealthy, then that doesn't mean like who's to say that I would even be here today if we're being honest, you know? So it's just, um, you know, live a little. Um, still have your goals, still have your dreams, still have your plans, but just really figure out balance, really prioritize you. Like you are important. Um, you are the vessel that God is using. So I know that you feel like you have to go out and accomplish all that God has called you to do, but he needs you to be healthy as a person in order to do this. So, um, I would just tell myself, it's okay to breathe. It's okay to take a break. Like people joke me sometimes I'll take weeks off. Like I'll shut my calendar off for like a whole week's time because that's what I need for myself. And it's okay to do that. Prioritize yourself. Yeah, come <laughs> on. That's, that is so good. You know, you're, you're more, people will benefit more out of a healthy individual or somebody who's just not even fully there. And, you know, I've been, I've been someone who's done it. I mean, I remember a time where I was spent, same thing, just hours not going to sleep. And I was so drained. And something that's very real, you know, burnout. You end up burning now, and it's just it's just no good for anybody <laughs> at all. But um, you guys heard it from the one, the only, <laughs> Dr. Marisa Layton, who, like, for, I said this to four other people, but she's definitely well in the category, who's going to be at the pulpit when they're preaching out of church. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was just it's good. But um, for all our guests who are listening in and want to find out more about you, want to know about your services or am interested in them, how can they find you? Where should they follow you? And all that good stuff for them to be able to. Um, so if you're interested in my company services, Next Level, that is www.nextlevelconsultingfirm.com. Um, my personal site where I sell my digital products, where I do my one-on-one and my group coaching is www.marissalayton.com. But all of those links are in Instagram. So follow me and connect with me on Instagram at dr.layton underscore. That's dr. L-A-Y-T-O-N underscore. Mm, there you go. <laughs> you guys heard it from herself. Oh, man, people, Christianers. Uh, I pray you guys took notes, and if you haven't, hit that replay button like five times and take those notes because <laughs> these are good. So just like we like to we like to leave off, we're going to say thank you again for coming onto our podcast. You're an amazing guest. You have There's so much purpose there. And you know what? In fact, this is something I haven't done in a podcast, but if okay with you, I'll like a quick prayer with you, and then we'll close it out. Is that cool? Yeah. So Grace Veneers, if you're listening and you're still tuned in, Close your eyes, bow your head. Father, thank you for, for Dr. Marissa here. She is an amazing woman of God, Lord, and we know that you are using her. So, Father, I ask right now that you keep leading her steps and as she keeps walking boldly with you, God, that the blessings will come her way as she changes the lives of many people and lead them towards you, God. And I also pray that the grace for who are tuned in here, listening, God, will turn to you and will see her, will see her, her example, God, and know that that's you work, working in her, God. So we just want to say thank you. We are grateful in your son's Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So that's something new we've done in a podcast, guys, and you guys are like, oh, now he's praying on podcast. Yes, I am. This is the grace premiere. This ain't no, <laughs> nothing else. But again, thank you for coming on here. You guys thank are great. And remember, you guys are more than fun.
What a powerful message. And we pray that this content impacts your life. Do you want more content from the Gracepreneur podcast? Great. Check us out at www.thegracepreneur.com and follow us on Instagram for more updates on our podcast, blogs, and new music. Take care and never forget that you are more than a conqueror. Time to unpack, fun fact.